0: You're listening to a podcast from Burley Heads Church of Christ, from Burley Heads on the Gold Coast. For those of you who don't know me, I'm John Edwards. I'm I'm one of the elders here. Um, I'm also a husband to to Miriam and uh, a a dad to to three children. And uh, as a a day job, I I do a bit of gastroenterology, which is like a bowel and stomach doctor, which I won't give any more detail about. (laughs) Um, But I am am the father of um, Emmeline and and Josephine and um, some of us will be aware that uh, uh, it was a real blessing last Sunday afternoon to to see them baptised and um, I I just want to thank the church community. Um, Not not only obviously thanking the people that that came down in the afternoon but, but just everyone in this church community for the for the support and and love that our family has experienced uh, since we moved down here uh, 12 months ago or so. Uh, We've been very blessed, and um, it was just a beautiful afternoon. Um, So really, really appreciate you guys and and this family here. Thank you, (laughs) Coral. Um, As you know, over the last few weeks, uh, we've been going through the Gospel of Matthew. Now, our passage this morning uh, actually starts with a verse that is almost identical or a repeat of Matthew 4.23. Both verses summarise Jesus' ministry as teaching and proclaiming the Gospel of the Kingdom and bringing healing to those around him. The verse in Matthew 4 is right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. In chapters 5 and 7, we see the Sermon on the Mount where he actually is teaching and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom. And then in chapters 8 and 9, we get a lot of accounts of him healing and uh, healing diseases and healing people from uh, demonic uh, afflictions. Um, So when Matthew pretty much repeats the summary verse uh, in verse 35, he's kind of rounding out this section. If we step back and and take a look at that section as a whole, we can see that Jesus is revealing the kingdom of God uh, with words and actions. After chapters five to nine, there's a little transition period which I'll I'll talk about, a transition section, I'll I'll talk about in a minute. And then there's this amazing and profound revelation that Jesus wants his disciples to carry out his ministry and mission in the world. Um, Sometimes I think we, we gloss over that a bit easily, but that is an astounding thing that Jesus announced. It's going to be you guys going out in my name. Uh, and doing my ministry and mission in the world. Later on this is given to to further 72 disciples and then then on to his entire church. So in other words, we are to reveal the kingdom of God uh, with words and actions. Before we look at this in a bit more detail, I'm just going to focus on that transition section that I spoke about. sorry I'm just getting used to two things in this transition section Matthew highlights that Jesus saw the people and he had compassion he then gives instructions to pray and gives authority to the disciples to carry out his ministry and his mission reading this passage as a whole Jesus gives us a lot of pointers to ministry and mission one author has summarised it like this. We are to see, to care, to pray, to receive, and then to go. I'd just like to look at each of these in, in turn. The, the Greek word in this passage, to see, uh, in this context means to behold, to, to look upon, to, to contemplate, to to think about. So it's not just a a casual observation. It's, it's to really look and, and think about uh, what one is seeing. And for most of us as we, for me it was in my mid-forties, I realised there's a, there's a couple of lenses I need to put on to see to see well. And um, I, I think for us to see people well, there's, there's a couple of lenses that it's good to put on. I think one of those lenses is for us to have God's perspective on ourselves and others. Uh, the world's the world's view says that you've got where you are because you've, you've earned it you've, you deserve it, uh, you've done it uh, well done God's truth though is is a bit different and I've just selected a couple of verses but there's many verses about this in the Bible uh, Romans 3 verse 22 to 24 for there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift. Ephesians 2 verse 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it's a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one uh, may boast. Uh, the truth is we're all sinners and we've all been saved by grace. Grace is undeserved favour. God wants us to give this grace to others. I've heard a pretty good analogy of the the sort of flavour or tone that's good to have when we're we're sharing the gospel and and reaching out to people. The the analogy is one of a a homeless person who's found a really good soup kitchen and he goes back to his fellow homeless people uh, and tells them about this great soup kitchen telling them about the wonderful food and what it's done for him and that they can have it too and he then takes them to the soup kitchen I think that gives a really nice flavour as to the the tone we're to have and and I think having a good perspective on ourselves and others really helps that. The second lens to put on is to to follow the way Jesus lived. the world would say to us, especially, well, especially in the Western world, the, the aim of life is to get as much pleasure and comfort as possible and, and enjoy it. Unfortunately, well fortunately, God's truth is, is a little different. Philippians 2 verses 5 to 7. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant and being born in the likeness of men. Jesus left the glory of heaven to come down to earth and live among the people, uh, to get along them, to to see them. I I like a phrase, uh, Timothy Timothy Keller, who's a a Christian author in the States, um, he uses this phrase, We don't want to isolate ourselves and elevate, isolate and elevate. Jesus could have stayed isolated and elevated in heaven, uh, but he left heaven and he came down and and lived with us. And and we're to do the the same thing. And I think it follows on nicely from Samau's message um, a couple of weeks ago about simplifying life, which allows us to free up time and resources to get along with people, get alongside people. I saw a great example of this uh, quite a few years ago now as an intern, a first year doctor in a ward and um, there, was a, it was, there was a patient in with a chest disease, who, he was an elderly fellow and he was he was short of breath with his chest disease and in the middle of the night he kept waking up and he'd be shouting, he'd be quite anxious, he'd be disturbing all those around him and people were trying to help him but It was starting to wear a bit thin on the patients around him in the wards um, and and the nurses it was starting to get get a bit on their nerves as well. One day the the doctor above me sat down with him and spent some time with him and talked to him and he found out that this fellow used to be a, a prisoner of war in Changi in the Japanese, that horrendous Japanese prison camp and one of the things that used to be done to him was that he'd be put into a tiny box and put under the ground. So his air would become stale. He'd be in the dark and he'd be short of breath. So every time this fellow woke up at night in the ward, short of breath, in the dark, it was taking him back to the experiences in the prison. So I can tell you our compassion for him went through the roof. Everyone in the ward did everything they could. But it was just an example of getting alongside people and listening to people. And so if we see people with God's true perspective, Get alongside them and really, really see them. The Holy Spirit can move our hearts to, to compassion. You know, the word, the Greek word for compassion used in this passage, um, it has a sense of meaning to feel it in your guts. And I thought that was a pretty good gastroenterology term, so, so I, I like that one. It means to, to feel it deeply. Um, in the Old Testament passages like this one in 2 Chronicles, uh, we see that God the Father had compassion on his people. He saw the plight of the people um, and cared. Jesus is the exact image of the Father and he had compassion. Throughout all the Gospels, we repeatedly see that Jesus saw and had compassion on the people. With these, this, with this, though, and as, as Steve said, mentioned before for jesus compassion is always followed by action the first action in the in the the passage we've been given is is to pray and i think that's a really good first action to take prayer acknowledges that without him we can do nothing prayer also helps us to stop and to listen and to follow god to look and ask god what would you have me do? And prayer is also a place where we start to receive, which is the second action. In prayer, as I said, we can receive direction, we can receive leading. As this passage shows, we can also receive authority, we can receive power. Um, but as Steve Gray really nicely showed us last week, uh a really good thing to receive in in prayer is to receive a heart surrendered to the will of God and to be willing to turn over to him and let him work in the ways that he wants to do. Other things we receive outside of prayer, um, in these passages, Jesus has been doing plenty of teaching and instruction. And uh, throughout the New Testament, it's it's the role of the body, the church family, to to disciple and, and to equip each other um, for for ministry and and mission, so that's it's something else we're to receive. Uh, but then we're we're to go, um, we're to go and 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 do an action, um, and in these passages, obviously one of the actions is to pray for people, and and sometimes God responds with with miracles. Other times he works in other ways. Aside from prayer, there's plenty of other passages in the New Testament and Old Testament uh, about how God wants us to to act in his world, to, to be about bringing his kingdom into this world. I've just put a few up here. Jesus tells us to sell our possessions and give to the poor. He asks us to invite the needy and outcast to a meal. He asks us to provide comfort, to provide mercy, Work for justice. Be faithful. Forgive. Whenever we do any of these things, we're playing a part in revealing the kingdom of God to to those around us. You could summarise them as as loving others, loving others the way Jesus loved. But we're also to have words, we're also to tell about the, the gospel. And uh, I find it really interesting, this phrase is, is the gospel of the kingdom that Jesus proclaimed. Um, so, so not just how to get out of hell and into heaven. The gospel of the kingdom, as, as Jesus showed in the Sermon of the Mount, it describes who God is, you know, the wonderful things he has done, what he is doing in the world, what he is doing through Jesus to, to bring the world back to him and restore his kingdom. And so I think it's really good if we have a, um, we're able to give a clear explanation uh, of those things to people. And experience through the church ages has also shown if we have our own testimony as well, our own testimony about what God has actually done for us. Very hard to argue against someone saying, this is what God has done for me. So I think those two things are really good words to to Kind of have in our pocket to, to to take around now i was I was planning a, a different wrap up for this message uh, when I got the news about rob 's passing've um, we 've lost a dear brother this week as, as Steve has said, um, so I, was, I sat there with with a lot of thoughts and emotions um, and, and I, I sought and asked God for how he, he wanted me to, to wrap this up. Um, so here goes. The, the miracles and healings that we've been reading about and, and looking about, they, they, were, they were amazing things. Jesus did amazing things. Um, but these things, for those people, they were temporary healings. Everyone who was healed, including Lazarus, who was raised from the dead, Everyone later on passed away. So these things were were pointers to a much bigger thing that was to come, a, a much bigger reality, a much bigger main event that was to come. When Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead, that's the main event. That shows us once and for all who God is. It shows us that God is a God who sees us, And has compassion but it also shows us that he's taken a massive action um, that gives us hope it gives us hope for a glorious uh, future revelation 21 verse 1 to 3 talks about our future hope I'll just read it out behold the dwelling place of God is with man he will dwell with them and they will be his people God Himself will be with them, as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. Total, permanent healing. I know from talking to Rob in the last couple of weeks, a uh, couple of months, um, that that was the hope that Rob believed in. Rob said to me, right back at the start of the illness, he said to me, I know either way I'm going to win. He said to me, if Jesus heals me now for a little while longer, that'll be great. I can stay in this world a little while longer. But if he doesn't heal me now, I go to be with the Father and I'm healed forever. So he said to me, either way, I win. So I know that's a hope Rob believed in. I truly believe that's a hope that is now reality for him. And it's a hope of a kingdom of God that we can all hold on to and a hope that we can bring to others around us through our words uh, and our actions. Can we just pray? Father, for us it's been a week of of highs highs and, and lows um but lord thank you through all of it um we we have you as our our rock um we have you whom through jesus we know you've loved us you've seen us you've had compassion and and you've worked to bring us an eternal hope Um, i pray for each one of us i pray for bev and and the family Uh, by your spirit lord Uh, just fill us with this hope and Lord, lead us as we go out this week to bring this hope of the kingdom of God into the lives of those around us. Um, In Jesus' name, amen. Um, Before we have the last song, I'll just announce after the last song, you're welcome to come down the front for prayer. Or there's a prayer group I think Margaret is leading out in the multi-purpose room after church over there. Uh, So thank you for listening and we'll go on to the last song. Thank mm-hmm.